Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Father, thank you. Thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive and together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding, signs, wonders, and miracles will take place at the teaching of your word in Jesus' name. All right, so I'll just share my thoughts with you on this. Godliness and contentment. Godliness and contentment. Would would likely read three scriptures. Godliness and contentment. I'd like to start off by a quote, you know, by a historian. His name is Arthur. Author M. Jr. said, he said, he observed that our society is marked by inextinguishable discontent. And what that small grammar means is a discontentment that cannot be satisfied. A discontentment that cannot be satisfied. We have a propensity to live endless, endlessly for the next thing, the next weekend, the next vacation, the next purchase, the next experience. We are never satisfied, never content, and envious of those who have what we have not attained or accumulated. There's just the next thing you need to get, the next phone, the next shirt, the next house, the next car, the next designer wear. And there's this discontent that's never satisfied. Paul speaking in 1 Timothy chapter 6. He's writing to Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 6. I'm just going to share this to you. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse... It was that reading from verse 5. It's talking about... We can start reading from verse 1, actually. Let me read quickly. All those who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. How you work for your boss is important. If you are a well-taught Christian, you shouldn't cause trouble for your boss. Because it affects the doctrine of Christ. Those who are believers as their master must not be disrespectful to them because they are brethren. Okay? So because the person is your brother, you disrespect, but must serve them all the more because those who partake of the benefits of believers, because those who partake of the benefits are believers and beloved. Teach and preach these principles. Okay? If anyone advocates a different doctrine and does not agree with sound words, those of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the doctrine conforming to godliness, conforming to godliness, pay attention to that word conforming, he's considered, the word considered is pride and understands nothing, but he has a morbid interest in controversial questions and disputes about words, out of which arise envy, strife, abusive language, evil suspicions. Verse 5. And constant friction between men of depraved mind and deprived of the truth. Two words there. Depraved mind, deprived of the truth. Who suppose, they suppose, that godliness is a means of gain. So pay attention. Paul is saying to Timothy, that if a man thinks that godliness is a means of gain, two things have happened to his mind. Number one, he's depraved. And you want to study that word. It's not a good word. He's depraved in his mind and he's deprived of truth. That sound doctrine does not teach that godliness is a means of gain. 
One of the reasons we are frustrated in Christianity is because of the way it's been presented. So the average Christian is tracking his life by what he has. So he gives to God, he expects to get immediately. He does this, you know, he comes to sweep church, his time is sweeping to something. Lord, as I sweep this church, you will sweep me to my promotion. You know, he's singing before the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? He wins souls. He says, ah, Father, I've won five souls to you. One soul is one five. One soul is one five. God, calculate him. <laughs> you know, put it in my account. Everything is transactional. Paul says you are depraved. And you have been deprived of the truth. So after many years, have you seen people say words like, I've been serving God for years. What have I to show for it? And what they're trying to say is that they don't have money to show for how they have been serving God. Their redemption is not anything. Their faith is, not, not, is nothing. Now, are we against prosperity? We aren't. But godliness is so that we can be conformed to the image of his son. Now, Paul says something. Let's read on. He says, but godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it. If we have food and covering, with this we shall be content. In fact, there was something I was studying in Ecclesiastes that I will teach next day that was so interesting. Like, I read it, I was like, why have I not seen this all along? Right? says the only way godliness can give you gain is if you are a content person. You know what I want you to do, right? As my church family, when you go back home today, sit down and look at the mirror and ask yourself, am I content? Are you content? And he tells you, go, go to verse, verse 8. He says you brought nothing into this world. And you will take nothing out of it. Isn't it interesting? That if you pass on today, you will be surprised who will wear that your shoe. You will be so shocked. <laughs> that shoe that you have boxed that nobody knows. It might be just one of your little cousins from the village that just stumbles on the box. Say, wow, you'll, you'll be turning in your grave. <laughs> I, ah, and I bought it from Dubai. You brought nothing to the world. See, when it comes to possessions, relax. Many Christians are frustrated because they are rating the goodness of God by what they have. They are rating their lives by what they have. And we don't also make it easy because even when we come to church, the poor feels uncomfortable. Because our messages are money-driven. You know, testimonies, you must seal it with money so that God will not, you know, message, you must seal it with, everything is money. I'm not saying you shouldn't give. But you see, we can't allow mammon drive Christianity. So contentment, right? Contentment. Just share a few thoughts with you. Contentment needs to be learned. Contentment lies not in what you have, but who you are. Contentment is of the heart. Philippians chapter 4. Paul was telling this to, to, to Timothy, but look at what Paul wrote in Philippians 4.10. He says, But I rejoice, right, in the Lord greatly, that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. What did Paul learn? Hey, come on, church. What did Paul learn? 
Everybody say contentment. contentment. You learn it. None of us was born with contentment. We all were born with asking for more. Huh? You have to learn it. He said, I've learned. This was an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. He learned contentment. If there is a reason why good governance is not in Nigeria today, it is lack of contentment. Our Senate chambers are made up of past governors. Eh? It's only in this country you see a past governor become a member of senator, will become a rep member. We can, they, they will go, recycle themselves. Recycle. You don't need to read history. The name is there. Consistent. The consistent. I, I was. I, I stumbled on news a few days ago, and I saw one guy say, "Ah, this man is still here." Many years ago, he was a governor. Now he's a senator. Tomorrow, he become a president. Out of two hundred and fifty million people, are you saying there's nobody else who has brains for this work? You're collecting salary. You will collect contract. You will siphon funds. Lack of contentment. And I'll tell you this. There's nothing you don't have now that when you have will give you peace. Because when you didn't have what you have now, you didn't also have peace. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you get that new phone, right? You feel like, no, I need the XI. And what is the XI? It's just a little curve. By the time, you know, I need to buy a phone. I'm usually not a very tech person and all this. So I called my friend. I was like, I need to buy. He said, I'll buy this phone. Ah, man of God. Oh, the camera. Oh. I said, okay. So I bought it. So I took a few pictures. He's my friend, you know, my close friend. So I now sent the pictures to him. So I sent the pictures to him. He said, ah, ah the picture is sharp. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't answer him. I said, it's very sharp. Then, a few months later, I sent him something I sent it before with the other phone I was using. Well, of course, my other phone was bad. But with the other phone I was using. So... <laughs> It just crossed my mind. So I sent him two pictures. So I said, ah, what's the difference? He said, no, no, there's no much difference. I said, you see your life. <laughs> you couldn't even tell. The way you praise this camera, you felt like by the time you take the picture, it will make me like a white person. <laughs> see, at the end of the day, things are just things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, if you don't learn contentment, people will put pressure on you to be discontent. Eh? If you are married, be content with your wife. If you are married, be content with your husband. Be content with your children. In whatever second, learn it. Learn it. Learn. You teach yourself contentment. If not, you will drive yourself and drive yourself and drive yourself and drive yourself. You will be desperate about stuff. I was talking about my son going to school and we're thinking of a couple of schools he can go to. So I was, as in the house, my mom, and my mom said, no, I think he should go. I, I said, that one is above our level. I said, once school fees becomes a prayer point, wisdom is lacking. Oh, Father, Lord, you will not disappoint me. 
He, did, he didn't buy the admission form for them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, the truth of the matter is that I can put pressure on myself to send my son to that particular school. But you know what will begin to happen? If I'm coming to preach this morning in church and there's school fees to be paid, you know that's what is in my head. Before we start misinterpreting scriptures, you will not know. Contentment. Live your life in such a way that when you go and sleep, you are actually sleeping. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because I know some of you are not sleeping. You are following God to God. Are you? It's contentment. There is nothing that I don't have that I like. As far as I don't have it, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I pastor, you know, I pastor people with amazing cars. See, as all of those cars are here now. There is no one I know the number. Because why will you go and learn the number of what will give you high blood pressure? <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you know too much for your own peace. It's when you went to your neighbor's house, you saw that your curtains were bad. Why did you go there? <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? Have you bought something new before and after one month it lose value? The things of this world depreciate. Learn contentment. It's, it's godliness and contentment that is gained. People see you where you are. It looks like you don't have much, but you have such peace and joy, and they wonder. We have all these things, and that is what even attracts them to you. Are you following what I'm saying? Contentment. No one is born with contentment. We all want something else right now that we don't have or possess. Learn to enjoy the journey of life. Learn to enjoy the journey of life. Right? Don't say, when I get married, I'll be very happy. Learn to enjoy your single years. Don't say, oh, when I have children, I'll be happy. Learn to enjoy, you know, your kids, your, 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 your marriage now before the children comes. Don't say, when my church is 50,000 before I'll be excited. Enjoy pastoring. I like to pastor. I like to teach God's word. I get excited when I have the opportunity. I'm, there's nowhere the ministry will get to that I will be more happier. I'm as happy as I can right now. Enjoy the journey of life. Tell your neighbor, enjoy the journey of life. It's, a, it's another holiday. It's another year. Relax. Enjoy. That's why, you know, I told my, my family is very strange. I, you know, I told my kids, I removed, I removed the power in any date in their life. My children don't expect to eat rice on Christmas. Because I told them anything that is not in the word of God is not eternal. It's only God's word that is true. <laughs> if anybody tells you Christmas day they eat rice, it might be lie. Because it's not God's word. So we can wake up in Christmas in my house and eat a bar and eat anything. I remove the power. Even on their birthdays. We have celebrated their birthdays on days they were not born. We have mixed the tin up. Remove the power. Sometimes we join both of them together. Okay, you are November this, you are December this. Oh, yeah, both of you move here, move here. We choose a neutral date. There's nothing. It's, if, I, if I told you now that the day you were born is a lie, do you understand what I'm trying to say? All this pressure, all this pressure, remove the power. In this church, for two years, we didn't do anniversary. Did the church go down? They have started calling you in the village again. You are not picking calls. Phone ring, your heart will beep. Why? 
content. Learn, listen, learn contentment. Nothing will make you live long in this life than peace. Learn contentment. There's a clothes, there are clothes for your size. There are belts for your size. There are tie for your size. Shoe for your size. If you can't buy shoe in the day, go during the night. <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, you go to some places. Eh? In the night, they will be there. Your size. You find your size and your price there. So if you can't buy during the day, buy in the night. If you can't go to a boutique where people are standing up, go to where they are bending now. Contentment. It won't do anything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you can't buy shoe in the day, buy at night. If you can't go to a boutique where there are lights, go where people are free to. You will even find people that will help you pick good. You know, there's some people there that are just counselors. Say this one will fit you. Say come here. I mean, I mean, I mean there is nothing. It won't take anything out of your life. It won't do anything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, this morning, I wanted to wear a belt somebody bought for me. and it's, I haven't used it before. I just saw it. I picked it. So I was removing the price. That I saw the price. So I told Pastor May, this is how much this belt costs. She said, hey. I, even myself, I said, hey. I'm almost tempted to bring the belt in church and say, who bought this belt? <laughs> bring, bring, the, bring the money. Collect your belt. You, you, know, you see, the truth of the matter is that it's just things. It's things. It's not there's nothing to it. You will drive the car. You, will, you see, except you are planning to die. That thing you are in a hurry for, God has already put it in your future. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If it is chicken, you cannot eat now. Chickens will not die. You will grow up. You will eat chicken. And even if you don't have teeth at that time, you can buy teeth and eat it and return the teeth. Do you understand? You will do it. Never been in a hurry to travel to any country. As far as that country is not being removed. People have been going to UK when we were not born. People are now going to UK. Our children will still go. UK will be there. Relax. All these owing people stress here, thinking here, thinking. Your brain is too small. There is a future for you. That's why doctors are not finding what is wrong with you. This is the sickness. It's discontentment. They were not trained to trace it. Enjoy the journey of life. You're going home today. Sleep well. Enjoy the journey of life. There's nothing your neighbor has that should make you feel like you are not a real man. There's nothing I don't have that I like. There's nothing anybody wears that I like. There's nothing anybody drives that I like. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Somebody say, Pastor, you say we should not dream. We should dream. But if the dream is becoming high blood pressure induced, you come back. Contentment. Somebody, somebody here. A pilot was, was flying across and um, he saw a small lake and a young boy was fishing, you know, in the lake and everything. And the pilot told his co-pilot, he said, many years ago, when I was down in that lake and I saw planes flying, I felt like I need to fly says, but now that I'm a pilot, I wish I'm not flying as much and I can have time to do what? To be by the lake. That's the story of life. You are married. 
you wish you were not married so you can have time to do the things you want to do. Right? You are not married. You wish you can. You are married. You know, people just wishing. Pastors, we wish we were members. Oh, oh that's the truth. You think if, you think for the way some of you come to church only on Sundays, you don't have to be here, whether people show up or not. You don't think I want to be a member so that I can be angry and go to another church. You know, if, you know, if, you know I can't get angry now. I mean, imagine I get angry on Sunday. Say, where is pastor? Say, he has joined Redeem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you can get angry. I don't have that liberty. So, I mean, sometimes I wish to be a member and just walk, go to work, enjoy my life, you know, do what I want to do and just come take message and go back without... You know, so we have, have other stuff. <laughs> All right. Two scriptures. Hebrews 13, 5. Somebody say contentment. Say, I am, I am content with everything God has given to me. I'm grateful. You know what? I want us to be a happy church. I want people to walk into this congregation and just feel contentment. I want somebody who is not economically well doing still trusting god for wealth to walk into this church and just feel peace you don't have to be intimidated are you following what i'm saying all right hebrews 13 5 make sure that your character is free from the love of money being content with what you have for he himself has said i will never desert you nor will i ever forsake you what gives us contentment god is with us i might not have a car right now but god is with me he says, learn it. It's a character. Be free from the love of money. Why did we start twisting scriptures? Love of money. Just be free from it. Be free from it. Why all these agitations? Be free. Why are you getting married to somebody you don't like? Be free from the love of money. Why are you in this relationship? Because somebody's meeting your needs. Hmm? I want you this December to be at rest from all forms of anxiety. Praise the name of the Lord. All right, last scripture, Deuteronomy 28, 47. Make it your character. Keep yourself free from the love of money. Your future is bright. Don't be in a haste. Hmm? The best friend you can have in this world is a friend who teaches you patience. Patience has virtues in it. We didn't start out like this as a church. Hmm? Started gradually. That's why we have a story. All right. Let me close. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and glad heart for the abundance of all the things. Right? Go to verse 48. He says, <laughs> verse 48. Interestingly, therefore you shall serve your enemies. All right? Let's live serving of enemies. Hmm? Say, because you did not serve the Lord. With what? With what? Hey, because you did not serve the Lord with what? Joy and what? Gladness of heart. Because you did not serve the Lord with joy and what? Gladness of heart. How does God want us to serve him? Joy and gladness of heart. Are you joyful? Are you really happy? Let the things you want not stop your happiness today. You're trusting God for a job. Be happy that at least you have something to apply for a job. What about if you didn't go to school? Sometimes this thing is about perspective. All right? So just to share my heart with you, I want us to be content. Let's live that way. I want people to walk into this church and just see contentment. We're not trying to impress anybody. <laughs> we're not saying God should bless us to show people something. No, we're just fine. 
with how God is leading us. We're pacing our life, all right? So you have peace. You have peace and you have prosperity. You have peace on the inside. You're pacing your life and then you have prosperity. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for being a blessing to us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Let your name be praised. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.